Have you ever absolutely loved something? Well, hello and welcome to the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing all they can in business and in life. Welcome to February. Yes, it's heart month. Yes, it's got Valentine's in there. And yes, it's a month of love. And we absolutely love sharing our guests with you. So welcome to the 14 days of podcasting, building leading up to Valentine's Day. Hello, I'm Debbie Lundberg, performance coach with Presenting Powerfully. And on behalf of my wonderful co-host, Barb Zant, media sales leader, she and I are thrilled that you're tuned in to listen to some of the most exciting, interesting, insightful, and inspirational guests we've had in the past and some new ones as we go into February with our hearts full and our appreciation for you. So let's go. Welcome to the Business of Life Masterclass. Listen, choose, do. and welcome. Are you interested in curiosity? Do you want to know how to become an expert? Have you ever thought about being an author and or teaching? Well, that's what we're addressing today. Hello again. It's Debbie Lundberg, author and founder and CEO of the national firm Presenting Powerfully. Barb Zant here, media salesperson, founder of the lifestyle brand, the Stay at Work Mom and Fashion Stylist. So Debbie, who is this leader, this original personality who has chosen to be with us today and our listeners? Well, Barb, you were right when you said original. He's one of a kind. Our guest is an internationally acclaimed keynote presenter, author, and distinguished authority on Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway. He is currently an executive in residence at the University of Nebraska, Omaha, something that I've been fascinated with. And he's been pursued by journalists, media moguls, or just about every other type of speaker, really. Uh, Mr. Buffett makes our podcast guests not only a long-term shareholder of Berkshire Hathaway, but he's also has had the great honor of getting to know Warren Buffett in a way that most people never have or never will. He is a man with remarkable wealth building strategies. As a matter of fact, he is the author of three books and he's created assorted audio and video programs and has appeared on many radio and television programs on five continents, including NPR, CNN, CNN International, CNBC, Fox Business, uh, Channel News Asia, Sky Business News, Shanghai Today, CNBC Asia, CNBC Africa, and Bloomberg TV. He's joining us. It's amazing. His Buffett CEO book was featured as a special, a national public television's nightly business report. As a matter of fact, Investopedia, I hope I'm saying that right, said that one of his books is the top books on Warren Buffett. He is a University of Michigan graduate and my friend. In professional circles, he goes by Robert P. Miles, and for us, he is wonderfully Bob Miles. So welcome. Well, thank you for welcome, inviting me. Bob. Yes, yes, welcome. Before Debbie gets started on our interview, we like for our listeners to get to hear something on your focus or purpose that if we didn't hear it today, we wouldn't know. 
So do tell Bob, what is that one thing about your professional pursuit that we might not otherwise know? Well, it's actually, uh, Barb, three things that each day I ask myself, I give myself three tests or three screens um, that I filter my daily activities and thought process through. The first thing is I ask myself, is it fun? Which is one of the reasons why I agreed to do this podcast, because it sounded like it would be fun. Or I'd like to say that um, I put the F in unemployed. I, like you ladies, are fun employed. Um, the second test is, uh, am I able to add value or add values? Because sometimes things that you do aren't necessarily fun, but you're adding a lot of value or values to it. And then the third uh, test is, uh, am I going to bed a little bit smarter than when I woke up? Which for me is not too difficult to do. But if I can hit all three of those check marks on this podcast today, if it can be fun, if I can add value to you and your listeners, and if I can go to bed a little bit smarter than I woke up, then I consider that a pretty good day. Wow, those are three awesome things. Great. Well, Bob, so we already had fun attempting to get this together. So thank you. We had a little bit of fun. Our listeners didn't know that, but we had, hopefully we had fun. Bob has not told us a joke yet, though. And I'm, I, I thought that might come out in the beginning, uh, but add value and smarter. So we are really appreciative. So we've already gotten some great nuggets, Bob. We're going to move on to the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast 4. The four questions we ask each of our guests who are so kind to join us. Uh, we're looking for insight and inspiration. So similar to your wanting to go to bed a little smarter, our listeners love to get that from guests like you. So are you ready? Yes, ma'am. All right. I figured that being a Michigan guy. All right. So Bob, number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine that you feel gets your day started right for you? Well, I arise each morning, ladies, without an alarm. So I arise when I'm rested. Uh, so normally that's around 7 or 7.30. Um, I, my routine is to review my emails. I go to uh, Google News, which assimilates um, news from uh, around the world and gives me the top three stories, which I scan and then click on if I'm interested. It also gives me the local weather and gives me the local news as well. And it travels with me as I travel, so does Google News. Um, I uh, read the Wall Street Journal online every day, and I read Market Watch uh, online every day. And then, um, depending on the day, I'll go to the gym and get an early morning workout. This is usually after a protein shake breakfast, or I'll just start in on my uh, daily goal list. I, I work um, from a list of things I want to accomplish each day. So that's my routine. And then as a little travel tip, since I travel quite often and I try to go to five new countries a year as one of my goals, one of the tips in terms of a morning routine that I use when I travel is that I purposely leave the blinds open wherever I arrive so that the morning light will automatically help my body adjust where a lot of people make the mistake of um, keeping the blinds closed to keep the time zone of where they come from to where they are and it 
uh, creates, I believe, um, a harder time getting over jet lag. So just a little travel tip for your listeners. Nice bonus of a travel tip for us as well. So thanks, Bob. So we know you're well rested because we're not doing this before 7 a.m. So we're feeling pretty good about it. Uh, so number two, what is something other than that really nice morning routine that you believe if other people would do, it would set them up for additional success? In other words, what's that extra something or extra umph that you wish others would do as well? Well, I, I think you should do whatever works best for you. But what has worked uh, very well for me since I was uh, a young boy growing up in Michigan uh, was to have a, a to-do list. So I have had a daily schedule. I've tried to digitize it and go online. But for me, uh, writing down a list in a day of the glance, I'll show you my my uh, day at glance book where I just write down what uh, I'm wanting to do that day. Uh, the, the, the fact that you write it down um, and then you um, tackle that which is meaningful and purposeful first, not necessarily easy, uh, to me is very rewarding when I can go back and do the check marks and check it off. So and that's, that's what I do, but I'm not necessarily uh, sure that works for everyone. It just fits my personality. Well, and that's part of your going to bed feeling a little bit smarter each day, probably because you've accomplished something each day. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and to have a diverse list of goals, too, that's just not financial or just not career, but also family and relationship and uh, physical health and mental health and something for your community. You know, having a, a variety of goals not just work, work, work. Good for all of us. Good for all of us to remember as sometimes we get so head down in what we're doing. So number three. All right, Bob, who or what has been your biggest influence in your life? And really importantly, what have you done with that influence? Yeah, I, I wanted to mention one other thing about my goals that I didn't just realize until uh, later in life that I wanted to share. And that is on my uh, to-do list, when I write down my quarterly or 90-day goals, I purposely write them uh, three months in advance. So whatever three months is, so that I used to write them on the day that I was writing the goals, but by writing them 90 days in advance, you're working towards your goals so that when you do arrive at the quarter end or the 90-day end, it's an automatic review then of your goals. And then I also do it at the end of the year. I'll review my whole um, calendar for the year, uh, which is old school written, and I'll uh, review the year. So I review each 90-day uh, quarter, and then I review at the end. And I find that to be very meaningful and purpose-driven uh, way of living my life. Um, so in terms of, sorry, to backtrack on you, Debbie, but I wanted to mention that. Um, um, the biggest influence in my life by far has been Warren Buffett, and um, he uh, is a been a mentor um, and somebody I've been fortunate to, to get to know, and I now have for 10 years teach a course uh, about him and at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. And um, 
I just think he's impacted my life, not just from an investing and business standpoint, but as a way to live your life and how to define success and how to add humor and uh, the importance of humor and um, how to go to bed a little bit smarter each day. You've, you've shared with me in the past a few of those stories and he sounded he sounds so generous in his sharing and that not that it shocked me but it really pleased me to hear how generous he seems to be with that did i interpret that right yes he he is uh very generous uh he's made a lot of people wealthy but i think he's impacted people in a lot of ways besides just wealth and investment but how to live your life and you know, career advice. Um, he says uh, you should do whatever you would do if you were already rich. And I suspect that you ladies are doing exactly what you want. You're fun employed, right? So you're doing exactly what you would do if you had won the lottery. Um, I assume uh, W might play a little more golf. Uh, I'm not sure, Barb, what you would do, but. Um, um, that's just uh, terrific career advice. And then in terms of life advice, um, he defines success as not how much money you've made, but uh, at the end of your life, um, of all the people that you want to love you, do they actually love you? And that to him is the ultimate uh, definition of success. Um, but he's impacted my life in, in uh, many ways, as you know, Debbie. Mm -hmm. what a, thank you for the thoughtful answer, though. I have, every time you share with me, I feel that warmth from you, and it just it makes me want to go to the class even more, as we've talked about. All right, so thank you for sharing that. And it, it's funny that you mentioned it, because I don't think you and I have had this exact conversation before that I say that, too, that if people ask me what I would do, if I won the lottery, I would do exactly what I'm doing. I just wouldn't charge for it. It's uh, that's a wonderful place to be. So thank and you. And Barb, how would you answer that? I would answer that very similarly. And I'd love, love everything that I do and I'm very good at it. So yes, I am absolutely fun employed. <laughs> So uh, the other thing about mentors, which I think is really important to mention, is that you don't necessarily have to become friends with them. They, even, they don't even have to be living. I mean, mentors, um, you can choose whoever, um, and they could have lived you know, a couple thousand years ago, as uh, many people choose Christ as a, a mentor uh, and follow his teachings. But Warren says to young people, uh, but I think it applies to all of us, is tell me who your heroes are and I will tell you what kind of person you will become. And I don't know about you ladies, but when I was younger, my heroes were rock stars, musicians, movie stars, actors. Um, and it wasn't until I shifted my heroes to um, Napoleon Hill and Dale Carnegie and how to win friends and influence people and um, Napoleon Hill, you know, how to think and grow rich, which I believe is a very pivotal uh, lesson for me at a very young age. Um, tell me who your mentors are 
Uh, and I'll tell you what kind of person you're going to become. Right. And, and we're this, it's often said that we are the summation of the five people we hang out with the most. And I, I really believe that. I, I really think that if you tell me who are the five people you hang out with, I, I can tell you what kind of person you are. Agreed. And make that intentional. You're not stuck with anything. So as we wrap up, we have one last question and we keep it to under 20 minutes. So we're coming upon that. Uh, we, is there anything, Bob, that you wish people would not do that you feel is holding them back? Is there just a quick idea on that? Well, I think um, I wish I knew at a very young age that the what the single most important decision that everyone makes in life, uh, and that is uh, choosing who your life partner is going to be. I, I think if everyone realized uh, how important that was, if everyone realized that, um, I think they would have a, a much more uh, successful life. And um, to surround yourself with uh, people who um, make you better, uh, people who um, tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. And the best way to get good friends is uh, to be a good friend. So, and you'll have an amazing friend network, as so, I know uh, you ladies do. So true. We were, uh, Michael and I were just talking about that. I got goosebumps when you said it because Saturday night we were dancing out on the lanai and we were talking about, we wish people would realize that I've been interviewed and said that. The most important isn't where you go to school, what you major in, what what job you take. It's your life partner. And right. there's no doubt about that. So thank you. I know Barb has a couple of, of quick comments to make about she usually challenges me to do something new. So I can't wait to hear what she's come up with. Yes, thank you, Bob. That was so educational. And right off the top, you gave us all three really, really good tips. And so there's several on here and I know we have time. So Debbie and I will implement a few of our, our top picks and you can uh, listen in a week with our follow through to see what Debbie and I did. Debbie, are you willing to incorporate several of these things? I have a couple earmarked that I know you're gonna want to uh, work into your day and most of them you're already doing. Absolutely, the three months in advance, I don't do that. So I'm happy to do that. I follow a similar routine to Bob, but uh, I do still set an alarm. I, I wish I could say I wake up every day before it. I usually do. I'm gonna challenge myself on, on that though, Bob. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully I don't sleep through my 10,000 steps to sunrise. <laughs> uh, so, so we really appreciate it. Uh, is there any last word you want to share before we wrap up for our listeners, Bob, this has been so wonderful. No, I think uh, what your ladies are doing, uh, particularly at this time where we're uh, having to stay home is to uh, make people smarter, to share and to tap into your friend network and uh, share expertise and share ideas is uh, terrific. And I really encourage you and I applaud your efforts. Well, thank you. Well, everybody who's listening, you're probably really curious about how Bob, I know he's traveled many countries, spoke in many places, has such great ideas for us to implement. You can get in touch with him 
through Robert P. Miles, so you can find him on his website with a ton of stuff to see or connect with him on other social media. Some places he's Bob Miles and some places he's Robert. So we'll give you a little hunting to do and happily find Bob and certainly all of his books. He, he has more than that one we mentioned. He has three that I know of and if I've missed it, please correct me. But you can follow Bob and we encourage you to because we're so grateful. You can follow Barb and me as well at the Business of Life Masterclass on Instagram and Facebook. Barb at the Stay at Work Mom and me at Debbie Lundberg in most places. So we appreciate you listening. And if you liked what you heard, download it, download more, share it with others. And if you feel we earned five stars, please give those to us. And if we didn't, please tell us what we can do to improve because we are committed to having five-star guests like Bob Miles here with you today. We commit to doing that throughout. And as you heard Barb say, we will have our follow through where you'll learn what we did to implement all of Bob's great ideas. So stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in to the Business of Life Masterclass, our podcast for successful people embracing every chance to enhance and live their lives fully in business and in life. So as we like to say at our close, listen, choose, do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.